Hi, welcome to Mobile Interactions Now, the podcast where industry pros share firsthand experiences on making mobile interactions work. I'm Kevin, and I'm part of the team here at Tintech. On today's episode, Gene is joined by Dan Leshem. Dan is co-founder and CEO of Plant, a Tel Aviv-based customer experience automation company. Dan talked with Gene about when and when not to use conversational interfaces like chatbots. Take it away, Gene. Dan, welcome to the show. I'm thrilled to have you on the show today because uh, I'm getting some questions lately that have some really practical um, consequences in terms of like when to deploy what, for whom, that kind of very specific practical questions. And and for me, um, you know, I've had a lot of conversational API related conversations with the business as well as the strategy end of it. And, and I really wanted to get to some of the technical part of it as well to really help people to get started. Thank you for having me, Jin. Uh, it's my pleasure. Uh, so uh, I'm Dan, I'm uh, the CEO and co-founder of Plan. And basically we help companies build better chatbots and automate their customer communication channels. So it's a great pleasure to be here and talk about AI, customer communication, automation, uh, it's my pleasure. Awesome. I really want to start from like overall understanding first so that we make sure that we are on the same page. Given this whole pandemic-induced reset, what this whole digital part of uh, customer experience and, and the field that you are working closer with uh, has uh, even bigger consequences on, on day-to-day operations. So I want to really do a, a little quick recap on like what this whole automation topic means to business um, uh, these days, especially when it comes to customer-facing automation. So can you just give us a, like, a little general understanding of this? Absolutely. So I think maybe even before the, the pandemic, we've seen companies struggling to meet the demand and you know keep up with customers' expectations. So nowadays you have uh, customers uh, communicating with your business in multiple channels. It's not just phone calls. It's not. It's not just emails or people walking into your stores. So we've seen companies that having trouble to scale their uh, support organization fast enough. Uh, and to communicate, you know, to have this strategy of communicating with your customers across uh, different channels. And this, of course, led to bad customer experience, meaning slower response times or higher response times and, and uh, dropping customer satisfaction. And this is where we started, I think, in the third time to see chatbots and uh, customer-facing automation We've seen companies trying to embrace that. And on PayPal, I think chatbots make, uh, they make a great promise, right? From our perspective as a consumer, they, they give us this, that promise of you get whatever you want in your language whenever you want it. So that's great on PayPal, except it doesn't, in reality, it doesn't really work. We've seen companies, you know, struggle to bring that into production. And this is where the experience start, uh, uh, you know, start breaks. So in my opinion, I think 
how companies should be look at it. It's so uh, how how we should when we think about you know building the right customer facing automation. It should start by listening to our customers. We need to understand what is it that our customers really want to achieve when they you know when they communicate with us. So we need to understand, for example, if our customers uh, contact us to ask about the delivery status or about the shipment status, we need to understand in real time who is this client and why they why now why they they contact us right now. So that's I think can be the key uh, to start answering this this question about how to make uh, customer facing automation succeed. I had a little chuckle, an internal chuckle, uh, when you say you have to start listening to your customers. I'm like, it's a, such a no-brainer kind of concept that applies to uh, anything. Sometimes you have to listen to your internal people first. <laughs> yeah. and, and as a, I remember going into a meeting, and there is, a, you know, different departments, and there is uh, this whole customer uh, service folks uh, talking about just delving into how the chatbot can kind of, uh, you know, alleviate some of the uh, phone call load that is coming in, and and it's like, uh, you know, can they answer this kind of questions, and then can you do this so that you know instead of calling, and that's what they want to talk about the most, and we all also had a, like more of a operations and IT people, and they are talking about can they do this with a process, you know, more of an onboarding process and things like this, which is basically in, in traditional sense, it's like a, a, a process automation. So it, it, it seems there is, you know, that the ones are many, even internally, before you even start really understanding the customer part of this. So it, these these gaps, knowing because because you have firsthand experience of talking with uh, the businesses, like what to tackle first, um, given the technology and 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 the data available. How do you even think about internally? And says, okay, what do we want to accomplish with, with this particular type of automation or chatbot? How do we even think about this to begin with? Absolutely. Uh, you know, when, when we help companies build their strategy, I think one thing they can, they can look at it is their current data. They have, I mean, your business is running for a while. So it generates data. You, you, you've been, communicating with your customers. So you should leverage that data to give better experience. It's not, it's not something new. It's like, it's not like, uh, you know, uh, not, nothing heard of. Uh, when we, when we want to build a new website or a new mobile app to our customers, we look at the data. We, 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 we look, we talk to our customers. Like, have you seen um, examples like where you felt like, okay, the whole, the, the customer needs and the final um, interaction quality that comes out was, it was a really good match. And, and w w can you talk about some of the example that made you really feel like, ah, we are achieving something here? Um, so I don't know if, it, if, if, if that's what you had in mind, but I think, we had this uh, this example working with some company, and they wanted to solve everything with AI, 
right? They wanted to have this huge, smartest uh, chatbot that can talk about nearly everything. Where in reality, what the customer really wanted is just to get, they, 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 had, they had two, two questions. Uh, two things they wanted to, to achieve. First, they wanted to ask about the uh, shipment status. And the other one was the customers who, who lost their, lost their access to the account. They had to, you know, to reset their password. Uh, and, and at the beginning, it, it didn't work. The, the AI assistant just didn't deliver on the promise because they, they gone through a very, long and tedious you know planning phase of their chatbot and they were gathering examples and, and dialogue samples and and uh they were iterating through the 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 uh you know training the nlp system that the, the language understanding technology and and just in reality it didn't work because their customers they wanted to reset their password they didn't want to talk about the weather or to talk about, I don't know, to, to have some concierge sales bot. They didn't want it. They wanted to ask what their delivery status, where is their delivery and uh, reset their password. As a human being, I can totally relate. Like when I need some kind of service and I come someplace for that, if you give that to me like, right away, and by the way, there's some other delight thing I could do with it, then I could be open for it. I think having automated conversations with our users is all about um, managing expectations with them, right? Uh, it's like having a contract, upfront contract with our users. When this contract is broken, this is where the customer experience breaks as well. We've seen, for example, we've seen companies tell their customers when they first interact with the chatbot, they, uh, and they didn't have, you know, very sophisticated chatbot in terms of NLP or NMU technologies, language understanding, that the knowledge base was uh, pretty standard. And we've seen companies tell their users, hi, this is the, uh, our digital assistant. I am a chatbot. I can help you you know, find what your delivery status is. I can help you order a coffee or something like that. And that's it. And if you want to speak with an agent, by all means, tell me and I will get you an agent right away as soon as possible. And, but why don't you give, give it a try first? And, and we've seen the, the, the completion rate and we've seen the performance works way better than uh, companies who didn't manage expectation with their users. So I think in my opinion, what we've seen that work uh, usually better is that if, you, uh, uh, if you're honest with your users, if you are transparent and you tell them they're interacting with a chatbot and you tell them what, how it can help them or in you know, what topics it, it can solve, or what issues it can solve. Uh, and the last part is that you always back it up with a human. If they can get it through, uh, if they know they have a human behind the scene that can, uh, you know, pick up the conversations and help them solve their problem, they will give it a try because it's a win-win situation. 
Wow. Um, you just said like at least three big chunks of what makes successful that, uh, that I really want to unpack a little bit because uh, the first part of like a chatbot actually explaining, hey, I'm here to do this and setting the expectations up front. And it, it, it almost rings true in terms of like uh, building the personality of the bot as well. Because that, that, that honest openness, straightforwardness, and, 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 and that reminds of a previous episode. Uh, the guest I had, Marco Spies, um, he wrote Branded Interactions. And, and it really, uh, the way he approached is that bots needing to have a personality. You know, whether you are there to entertain people or to serve them quickly, efficiently, or uh, that, that really uh, embodies, picks up, resonate with the brand and then move from there. And so I, I totally understand this. Is it in reality, in, in, in practice, how it's done? Is it, is it more of a bot spelling out, hi, I'm, you, I'm here to take an order? So, so first of all, I think it depends on how you measure the level of experience. And in my opinion, the way I measure it is that whether the, the user got what, what they asked for, right? So I, I don't measure the level of experience in terms of fancy language understanding or, uh, you know, how, how conversational or how, how much, hum, you know, human-like is the conversation is. So, yeah, I think we need to be very transparent uh, with our users and very specific. So, for example, if you have a bot for, you know, where their goal is to help users get the delivery status, the shipment status, a good example would be where you get, you, you tell your users, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out where your delivery is. I just need a few details from you, all right? And then I'm going to uh, transfer this to an agent which, who, who can really look up the delivery status for you. Okay, this is in a situation where you don't have an integration to your shipment status and you, and you don't, you can't tell, you know, through an API or you don't have uh, a, the data point in real time, uh, you don't have this data available. So uh, in this case, you tell your users, you're gonna have a discussion, you're gonna have a dialogue with them, and then you're going to transfer them to an agent. That's okay, that's managing expectation. That's, they, they will not be disappointed. Uh, on the other end, if you tell them, I'm here to help you get your, where, you know, tell you where your delivery is, and then you ask them a bunch of questions, what's your order status, what's your phone number, and then you tell them, okay, so an agent will, uh, you know, join the conversation in a few moments, this is where the expectation breaks. Then let me pick up on that handover moment. So now you, but from the business's point of view, if somebody is looking at this bot interactions as a part of automation that will take uh, it, to help them, even though there is no uh, live human assistance available, and and but this requirement systematically having uh, human assistance available is 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 a kind of a, a burden that's not completely addressed. Uh, absolutely. And, and uh, so in my opinion, you need to identify 
the data points and the integration points in your conversation. Where you're dealing with a use case that requires more context and data, which might not be uh, available to the bot in real time, this is where you, you have to, to be prepared uh, with a human that can extract this data and can pick up the conversation from where the bot left. So you need to map out the different integration points in the conversations and the data points and know, you know where are the, the spots that you should be prepared with, uh, with a live agent uh, uh, behind the scene. What are some of the um, kind of indicators, performance that, that, that give you a sense of rather than your self-satisfaction, oh my God, it did this for me. But like, what, what do you really look out for in terms of measuring and, and, and see progress? One thing I, I look at it is the fallback rate. This is where the, the bot essentially failed to understand the user and either the conversation uh, you know, was cut off or handed over to an agent. You know, without where we didn't plan on handing over the conversation to, to, to an agent at this point of the conversation. And of course, I look at satisfaction rate because user satisfaction, customer satisfaction is extremely important when you want to measure whether your bot is successful or not. What is the part of the conversation that has been automated? So we see many, to, to, to give you an example, we, we see many uh, chatbots that are great, you know, they, they, they work fine in understanding your, the initial inquiry of the user, but they don't really help the customers at the end. If you have a follow-up question as a customer, as a user, if you have a follow-up question to them, and you ask them, hey, I didn't, I read this article, but still I'm having trouble uh, getting things done. This is where the chatbot starts uh, failing. It's, it's really important for us as developers to look on, on the, the whole conversation, not that, just that, that it's, not, it's not like a, a single interaction. It's not like that you ask me questions, I provide you an answer, and that's it. We need you look at the whole context and we need to understand you know whether whether i can keep keep going with 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 the conversation more than two steps does that have anything to do with the in the design process the the persona that the assumptions uh, you know we make in terms of uh, how the interactions will go or the level of uh, uh, understanding the end user will have so that you know it, the way I'm seeing it is that you know there was an understanding, body's understanding. Oh, this is asking for this. How would you solve this kind of um, uh, things? If we are having a conversation with humans, and I'm not sure what what you're saying or what you're asking, I would ask you to clarify, or I would ask you a question that will help me understand uh, what is that that you are looking to understand to get. Uh, and 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 we see when it comes to chatbots, for some reason, we see this is not the case. The chatbot, if if they're not confident enough, either way, they would go with what they are confident. We think that the longer the conversation is, so is the customer. The the experience is damaged, and and that that's really not the case. 
it's all about managing these expectations and you know uh, letting your users know that they are understood that the chatbot understand them and if it's not that's okay some of the dis- disappointment i've been having in in bot interaction chatbot and and when i don't get it, it uh, and and ask i do my part of asking again and it it doesn't ask back to discover what that problem is. It keeps telling me, I don't understand, I don't understand. And then yeah. end up, it's, it's a dead end or it's a handover. And this is, is there a technical problem or is it just a, a mindset? Why I'm not seeing the progress on that end where chat buddies start asking questions to me? I think it's an issue of context and how we design uh, the automation today. The way it's, it, it works today that we have the process of intent discovery. We are looking to understand what types of interactions we have with the users. So you have uh, people, you know, you have users want to order a pizza, you have uh, users want to cancel a pizza, uh, to cancel their order, so that kind of, of intent. What we need to do is we need to look at the intent within the conversation. We need to expect the user intent in terms of, of the context. So, for example, in the delivery status example, we have user asking about the delivery status, and then the, we need to expect them when we tell them your delivery has left the warehouse two days ago, we need to expect at that point that the user is, is going to ask, why does it take him so long? We need to find this follow-up intent and to use that to understand our users. We know they ask about the, why is the delivery being late. So we need to find those different intents throughout the conversation and improve the, the, the conversational experience. So it's sort of like the technology seems to be moving to already know like when you when you call in, given the time, the the problem they were having, or where it is, and and already knowing the answer to why you might be calling in. So like you know, they're more focusing on but already saying hi. Are you calling in? Are you contacting us for this? And 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 that kind of thing. Yes, it will be delightful if somebody that the bot already knows anticipates that. But that is something that I didn't think of, that, that it's, a, it's an icing on the cake. As you mentioned, today we stop after a single interaction. You know, moving forward, we have, uh, we have these tools that can help you really design better the conversation and predict in each step of the way what the customers really want to do and how to better interact with them even after the initial response. When we can, when you interact as a human, the conversation can 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 evolve in this different directions. And we need, as developers and as uh, as companies, you know, organizations, we need to uh, design better chatbots that can somewhat imitate that notion. Uh, most chatbot platforms that we we see, you know, we've seen uh, out there, they they don't uh, support that notion that the conversation can evolve in different ways. They don't give you that option to 
keep the context uh, of the conversation and to really have a conversation uh, in, with your users. Although we, 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 we move forward as an industry into that direction, we're still a little bit far in that end. Thanks again to Dan Lesham for joining us today. Don't forget to tune into our next episode for the conclusion of our conversation with Dan. You can find more about Dan and Plant at plant.io. To find out more about Gene and Tintech, visit tintech.com. Make sure to subscribe to Mobile Interactions Now in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or anywhere else podcasts are found. On behalf of the team here at Tintech, thanks for listening.